Welcome to another episode of the Let's Sip podcast. I'm your host, Brandon E. Gaylor. This would be the first podcast coming at you in the new year. It's now 2019. But before we move on to bigger and better things, it's important to take a quick look back at the previous year. And the Brewers Association has done that recently, providing some uh, insights and numbers as to how the previous year went down in the world of beer and craft beer. And it's uh, important to note some of the highlights there. Uh, the brewing industry is now responsible for over half a million jobs. That is on par for an almost 9% increase from the previous year. There are over 7,000 breweries now operating in the United States, which is uh, an 11% increase over the last year. And uh, one of the more interesting statistics that came out of the Brewers Association's year-end report was the fact that uh, Americans of drinking age, that's anyone that's 21 and above, 85% uh, of those people now live within 10 miles of a brewery. Uh, that's quite amazing when you think about it. Now, I live in a uh, small suburb uh, uh, of Chicago, uh, kind of northwest of uh, the, the city of Chicago, and uh, I'm consistently amazed, and uh, I probably take it way too much for granted that I have the abundance of beer opportunity that I have for this uh, small little suburb that I occupy. Uh, I actually have a local brewery that's probably within a quarter mile uh, walking distance, if not shorter, from where I live. Uh, about the same distance, I also have a restaurant that specializes in uh, keeping a lot of great craft beer on tap. Uh, my first beer of the new year was the uh, double New England style hazy IPA uh, from Shorts Brewing called Slurmlord. And um, this was a place that also had uh, Great gems like uh, off-color Dino S'mores and uh, the 2018 uh, Bourbon County brand Stout from Goose Island. So it's quite the phenomenal feat that I'm able to uh, not only have a great uh, pub restaurant with good beer selection, but also a small local microbrewery as well that I can easily walk to. I never really could probably envision that years ago, but even back in the day, I remember remarking on how great the beer opportunity was even like 10 years ago, and it's nowhere near the explosive growth that we have today. Probably a decade ago, I was sitting up at a bar with a friend in Wisconsin, and he was commenting uh, about the lack in beer variety uh, at a small, kind of what, what almost what I would consider a dive bar in the type of environment. Uh, but they had a great selection of tap handles. They had a spotted cow from New Glarus, of course. 
Uh, they had Goose Islands 312. This, I think this was before uh, Goose sold out to AB InBev. I think they even had Lagunitas IPA before Lagunitas actually opened their brewery in Chicago. And he had made a comment that uh, he didn't really see anything there special or unique about what they had for beer. But I thought about it and I had to say, it's quite remarkable that you would see uh, a Wisconsin beer, uh, a good, solid, uh, popular Wisconsin craft beer tap handle right next to a Chicago, at that time, craft beer handle from Goose Island, and then have Lagunitas even out of California thrown in the mix, and to find these tap handles at a uh, smaller, smaller pub. Um, that was quite an amazing notion when you think about it. I mean, I've drank at local bar or late at local bowling alleys that only had like Schlitz on tap. So to have that, even those options for beer was quite amazing. And this was 10 years ago. And since then, things have just exploded. Um, as I mentioned, there's a great uh, bar in Woodstock that seems to get just amazing things out of the craft beer scene, out of the Chicago scene. And stuff that I wouldn't even find untapped in Chicago. So, um, with this latest information coming out of the Brewers Association, I definitely uh, believe that the stats they're coming out with, because I've experienced them myself, um, it is an amazing time to be a fan of good beer and craft beer. Uh, especially when we have so much abundance and so much opportunity to try uh, new and great things. And uh, I'm glad to be in that 85%. I would even say I'm, uh, I'm blessed to have probably even a little bit more than that, considering I have... Uh, not only do I have a microbrewery that I can stumble home from, but I also have at least three or four other breweries uh, easily within less than 10 miles from where I reside now. So that's quite an amazing thought as well. So that's definitely important to stop and reflect and think about what an amazing uh, time it is and what abundance we have now in the beer scene. It's a great time to be a craft beer drinker. That is for certain. Um, I often take all that I have available to me for granted, so it's important to reflect and stop and consider um, what a great time it is to uh, drink this particular beverage that we so enjoy. So here's to a great new year. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of exciting and new developments coming down the road in the craft beer scene. But it's important to remember that craft beer has already won, and we as fans have already won. So uh, anywhere we go from here is just going to be icing on the cake in the craft beer scene. That will do it for this episode of the Let's Sip podcast. I'm your host, Brandon E. Gaylor. Podcast theme music composed by Brandon E. Gaylor. Special thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Let's Sip Podcast. Thank you very much for sipping with us, and we'll drink with you again next time. Bye-bye.